When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, dear friends. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what is traditionally and indigenously known as a blessing way ceremony. The history of a blessing way is it was traditional to the first American Navajo who mark the transition a woman makes when she moves into motherhood. It's a time when she's nurtured and honored by the other women in her community. Jess um, did not want to culturally appropriate, so she didn't use the term blessing way. But she did use the term birth circle and invited women into her home, and it was such a beautiful experience for her. This is something very different than our traditional baby shower, and it can be done at any time before you become a mother, for the first time, second time, third time, fourth time, or maybe after your last baby. It's definitely distinct in the sense that it's more spiritual, and it's also very much more focused on mom, not baby. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. everybody. Oh, today Lizzie is already crying. <laughs> um, I'm here with my friend Jess Burdett and she runs an online platform called In Her Image, right? I'm saying it right? Yeah, the podcast is called In Her Image. That's right. Your podcast is In Her Image and Instagram handle is her.scriptures and she seeks to help the scriptures be more accessible and more just identifiable for women. And I love that about her. We both share this passion for the feminine divine, for seeking it within ourselves, for having a connection to a feminine God image source energy. And she's also about to have her fourth baby. Like labor has started to (laughs) get get ready. (laughs) And so she's resting a lot this week. She looks beautiful and radiant like a queen, which is one of the reasons I'm so emotional. I was telling her her energy is just astounding to me. Jess, it's so good to have you here. Thank you for being here. What else do you want to share? Introduce yourself for a moment. Well, thank you. Um, I think you said all the most interesting things already. <laughs> oh, you're a homeschool mama. Yes, I homeschool. So my oldest is seven, and they have a four-year-old and a three-year-old. And I've been homeschooling since the beginning, and it's been lovely. Yeah, like you said, I'm obsessed with all things divine and feminine. And so I love helping women tap into their power, their deeper ways of connecting spiritually and I'm really excited about our topic today and excited about just being here with you. You've always been such an inspiration to me and you've helped me personally in my motherhood journey. So yeah, that's right. You were my client for a while. That was so special too. (laughs) 
I'm like, I could just get choked up about all of it. It's just so beautiful. (laughs) Oh, I was telling her before we got on here, I'm like, I feel like if I could have rested more and would have rested more at the end of my fourth pregnancy that I might not have had the placental rupture. I don't know. It's hard to say because honestly, I think on a subconscious level, I was okay with it. Like, I feel like I almost made it happen, <laughs> like not not on purpose consciously, but I was, I just, my pregnancy was so not feeling good. It was feeling so dicey. I was having preeclampsia, high blood pressure. I was anxious about the blood pressure, but trying to manage the anxiety, but the anxiety would make the blood pressure go up. And anyway, so I'm just going to like cleanse what happened to me or how mine went from this space. And I'm going to invite you to just enjoy this beautiful week or so before baby comes. We're so happy for you. Yeah. Women are so amazing. Okay. So we worked together. Was it three months or did we do six? I can't remember. We did three months. Yes, we did three months. And I think when I was working with you, we're going to get into our topic in a minute, my friends. We're I'm so excited. Jess is pregnant with her fourth and she just had both a traditional baby shower and also she initiated doing um, a, what you call it, a birth circle. Yeah. Yeah, a more holistic, a more spiritual, very feminine sort of a ceremony. And so, ooh, I'm so excited to hear the details and to know what inspired you to do that and what you actually did in the in the ceremony and stuff. But first, I do want to just take a moment and express gratitude and recognition of the Native American culture and heritage and the ancestral practice of the Blessing Way ceremony that inspired this episode and inspired, whether consciously or not, both Jess and myself to have the desire and the idea of gathering women in sisterhood for the spiritual purpose of strengthening and supporting and empowering the mom to be. So thank you again to the Native American heritage. I remember when you were my client, just feeling, again, such a spiritual energy, I feel like. And you know what's cool is since we've worked together, I've chosen to leave the LDS church and like not participate anymore in any way, really. And you are in the LDS church. And one thing that you've said to me is, and I hope this is okay to share, we will edit it out if it's not. So you tell me, but is like you you have found that you get your feminine spiritual needs met elsewhere. Is that, does that feel okay to leave on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I thought that was so mature of you and such a beautiful way to be honest about what's missing for you personally and what's, what you're not getting all the time, like at church. And then it also is such a beautiful expression of your connection and search for the feminine divine to have a podcast and to have an Instagram. Her Instagram is so fun. So it's her dot scriptures. Sometimes she's dancing on there. Um, I feel like you share just, you're just so authentic and it's just mesmerizing. So you guys should definitely go follow Jess over there. Thanks. I haven't posted things in a while, but yeah, you're, if you're pregnant. New to the page, don't have fun because you won't have seen anything before. So yeah, yeah, you have just sure. a little bit going on with homeschooling three, getting ready for baby four. 
Yeah. Uh, well, thanks again for being here on the Postpartum Coach Podcast today. Um, okay, so I figured there's a lot of moms out there who are interested in doing something a little bit more spiritual than your typical traditional baby shower. Your traditional baby shower is like somebody, you know, people, somebody hosts it. There's yummy goodies in the kitchen. It's usually decorated very fun, and it's very much revolved around the baby and um, what the baby needs. And so clothing for baby, right? I don't need to tell you guys all. You, y'all know what, what a baby shower is. And I love the word that you used, Jess, and you were saying sometimes it can be a little more surfacey. That doesn't mean that we don't appreciate it. That doesn't mean that it doesn't feel amazing to be given. I mean, how amazing to be given gifts by your community for your baby. That's just, it. it is special. So I, in no way do we want to today, like, knock the traditional baby shower. Like, Yes, 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 yes to community. Yes to the feminine act of receiving, um, receiving gifts, receiving people in your home sometimes. And I wanted to have Jess tell us about something that she did and something that I planned on doing, but baby came literally the weekend my friends flew in for my birth circle, I guess we could call it. Um <laughs> My, the baby was here. So they actually came and visited me in the hospital, but that was it. We didn't get to do it. And then the wise woman that was going to conduct it for me and organize it for me, I'd already paid her. So we actually just changed that into some birth integration sessions since it was an emergency C-section. And that was really beautiful. I got to go to her house and like hold my baby on my belly and just feel some healing and sob some sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and grieving and also just rejoicing in that she was here and all that. Um, so since I didn't get to do one the way that I wanted to, I thought it could be cool to hear about how Jess did one. And um, yeah, so what, first of all, why did you want to do a birth circle? I, I'm pretty sure there's other names for it. Like what are the other names that people can research or talk about? Yeah, some people call it a mother's blessing a mother's or blessing. a blessing way. I didn't want to use the word blessing way because I think that has indigenous roots and I didn't want to appropriate anything. But right. um, if you Google blessing way ideas, it will come up with a lot of like beautiful ceremonial ideas Ooh. or activities you can do during the night. But I liked the word birth circle because um, I, I love the idea of women's circles and circles going around each other. And at the end of my evening, I literally had all the women circle around me mm. and place hands on me and just offer me well wishes in like a sort of women's blessing. And so, <laughs> so, so I like, can't even wait. I'm living vicariously through you. Totally. I can't even wait to hear more. That yes. sounds so lovely. Okay. So, okay. we got blessing way birth circle. What was the other one? mother's blessing mother's blessing and a blessing way ceremony is more of an indigenous term and so if you're going to use that maybe pay home. this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Know your stuff. Okay, so what 
inspired you to do this? Most people, I would say most women just do the traditional if they are offered to have one thrown for them, which with your fourth baby, that's so amazing that someone did that. Was it like a spiritual experience or just a knowing? Was it something you knew you always knew you wanted to do? Did you do this with your other babies? Tell us. I have never done one of these. Um, with my other babies, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. I didn't know that you could do something like this. Yeah. Um, I think it was the culmination of some thoughts and experiences that I had had leading up to this point in my life. I had been on a women's retreat that was really nourishing and healing and connecting and started to have conversations with friends about how these times of transition and milestones in our lives are not celebrated very well. So we've talked about like, it'd be so great to have something a little deeper and more personal for like our daughters when they have their first period Mm. or just to celebrate those different times of life. Like in a woman's life specifically, you're talking about when menstruation starts, right? Your cycle, your moon. Oh, I love it. Exactly. Celebrate your benarchy, right? Um, And just thinking about doing women's circles in general, I don't know, everything sort of led up to me being pregnant and thinking, I want that for this birth. I want to have something where I can really like honor this new phase and becoming a mother again. And, you know, I think with every birth, there's a death and a rebirth of the mother herself. And when we celebrate and honor that, it, it just can help. It can help you value yourself more and kind of step into your power more as a woman and be more prepared for that mm. huge change in life. So yes, I actually threw one of these for my friend who was giving birth this summer, and I just love her to death. She had been one of my podcast co-hosts on In Her Image, and she lives like an hour away from me here in Texas, and it was... It was just very intimate when we had like five or six women there. And I looked up blessing way ideas and that's where I first yeah. started to think of some of these specific activities. And then I asked one of my friends to do one for me because at the end of the night, I just felt so full. So it was just like nutrition for my soul, you mm. know? Yeah. Um, and I wasn't even the one being blessed yeah at at that night but we all I think felt so connected and it created this little community this little bond around that mother and we rallied around her and were able to support her energetically and through texts and um little activities that we kind of took with us that I'll share more about it just it created something so much deeper than your typical baby shower which is nice and it's a really fun evening and then you kind of move on from you know You do. Yeah. I've noticed that if I could compare the two, a traditional, because I've, I've had, I think three traditional baby showers. I'm so blessed, like amazing. And then, um, I feel like even though the physical reality of the blessing way didn't actually happen, my friends coming in person and being with me and holding my baby in the hospital and crying with me over like how devastated I was that the baby came early and, but also how relieved I was and how special it was to have her with me finally on my chest, you know? Um, I feel like I 
to some degree did experience having just the, the actual physical presence of, and these girls like bought plane tickets and flew in just for me for this blessing way, which ended up being a hospital visit, right? Because she came early. But it almost feels like the traditional, is it called baby shower, is almost like more of a masculine. It's a focus on the physical. It's a focus on the actual things you need, which have a place. The masculine is needed. It has a place. The physical. So the, the masculine is the physical, and then the feminine is like more of the spiritual, ethereal. And it just feels like that's kind of, for me, when I look at it, it what it feels like, the contrast really is, is that one of them is more about like time and place and gifts. And the other one is about the people and the magic of the actual, whether you want to call it a ceremony or just the rituals or the things that you're doing together. It's the experience. It's the energy. What are your thoughts on that? Having experienced both? I think that hits the nail on the head that in a birth circle, we're coming together and we're offering a little more compassion. We're, we're holding space for the mother. We're allowing. It's about the mother too. It's like yeah. all about the mother. Yeah. Not just and like. Preparing her yeah. for this, this birth. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about Spiritually. That. Yeah. And one thing you said to me when we chatted the other day, you said, I wanted to do something to prepare myself for the right, like R-I-T-E, like the right of childbirth. Can you tell me, as somebody who really feels a connection to the feminine divine, who really holds a sacredness for feminine spirituality um, in a distinct way, you know, of masculine, not like superior to masculine, just like that feminine divine type feeling in women. What, yeah, like what was... What do you feel like was in you that was wanting that? I don't know. Do you feel like your heavenly mother, for example, was like wanting this for you? Or or did you experience any closeness to that feminine divine energy through this experience? I don't know. I just want to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, it's a great question. So one thing that was done for me at my birth circle was my friend who was hosting invited the ladies who were coming to bring poetry Mm. And they would get to share their poems. And so some were about the feminine divine, some were about birth, some were about being a mother. And I feel like a lot of a lot of what we did could be looked at as connecting to her, the great mother. Um, we all at one point we circled close and we had a spool of red thread. And the host wrapped it around each of our wrists and talked about how anciently the red thread symbolized the umbilical cord and we're all connected. Um, And even when those cords are cut, we're still linked together and we tied them on each other and we're still wearing them until I give birth. Um, So there's like a bunch of women wearing a red bracelet for you. Red thread. I love that. We did that for my friend earlier in the summer as well. And I just, that was so beautiful because everything, every time I looked down at my wrist, I would, I would think of my friend and I would send her goodbyes and like, Oh, I hope the end of the pregnancy is going well. And Mm. it just, it keeps that connection strong. Yeah. And it also keeps you connected to, to your source, right? It's like, we, we are all connected and how far back does that go? You know? Mm, I love that. Sometimes when I look at my belly button, I think about, my mother, you know, when I came out through her and then they cut my umbilical cord, but that belly button is like my red thread. It's like every single human has a belly button that connects them to their mother. 
doesn't matter if it was, you know, their biological mother, but they were adopted or placed in a different home. It's like, we all have that belly button. And I don't know, that's just what came to my mind when you were talking. I love that. And it really served no other like function, right? Our belly mm-hmm. button. We don't like need it the rest of our life, but I love that we get to keep it. And <laughs> yeah. It's like a little reminder. reminder. Yeah. Aww. Okay. So tell us more. That's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm, I'm just so happy to have you here talking about this. And um, for anybody who has questions, just get on Pinterest and like start looking and seeing that that's where I would start. If you guys are like, okay, I love this idea. It's resonating deeply. Also, you might feel intimidated to do your own and you can ask someone to run it for you or me. I hired someone. I actually interviewed someone um, that lives in Colorado and I was going to pay for her plane ticket. And then also on top of that, pay for her to run the ceremony. And I think it was only going to be like 350 400 maybe dollars ish that that included her plane ticket um and so that's something to consider is if you don't have anybody like a friend who's of this doing this don't feel like you can't have one if you really want one you can actually get out there and think about hiring somebody um so do you have any i mean you didn't hire anyone so but i'm curious if you have any thoughts on that like for somebody who wants to get started and they don't want to throw it for themselves and they've never done one before their mom never did one who do they go to? Where Do you have any ideas on that? I think, number one, you could totally throw one for yourself. You That's true. invite your friends. To and don't just, you. yeah, and don't like invite people that you don't want there. Like, seriously, you want to, like, not even if it's your mom. If she's not that emotional safe person, you got to just invite the women that you know could be supportive of you exploring and having this sort of a moment for yourself. Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Women who can hold the, the type of space that you want to create. Um, and yeah, my other idea is to find a friend. You have one friend who you trust. Um, share with them your idea and just kind of start to spitball ideas back and forth and see what you can come up with that yes. what I really think and believe is that a lot of women are craving this. Yes. So even if you and no, you know, every woman in your circle has never done one of these, it's highly likely that if you're interested in it, some of your friends are too. And Absolutely. Fascinated and thrilled to participate in something. Yeah. This, um, soul connecting. Yeah. Just put out feelers and start to yes. have conversations with different people about, you know, what it might be like to have a more, a more intimate, spiritual, feminine, feminine, yeah. Birth circle. Yeah. And you'll start to find people who are like magnetized to that idea. Yeah. Also look towards the older women that you know that are spiritual. Um, sometimes having somebody with gray hair is an amazing, it brings a grounding wise energy. And then the other thing I wanted to say, I want to echo what you said, Jess, because I actually am just now realizing that I told at the time I told my therapist, who's probably in her sixties. And I, I mentioned to her this desire and I hadn't even spoken it out loud. It felt very little in my body, like, but it wouldn't go away. It kept coming up. So I told her, and then I told my two best friends, I just, in a text message was like, guys, I think I want to do this. Like, would you come? And they were like, absolutely. Like what day? Um, and so 
yeah, just start to just barely put it out there. And then it was actually, I think either, I think it was those two friends that ended up texting me. You should check out this girl on Instagram or go to this website. They do things like this. You can hire them to help you with your birth circle. So I actually kind of want to find out who it was. Maybe I'll, I'll stick it in the show notes, friends. I will put it in the show notes. Um, the people that I called because they, even though I didn't end up using them, they were a great resource too. They were Colorado based, but yeah. Um, birth circles near me or um, blessing way ceremony coordinator, stuff like that. Okay. I want to talk about what you actually did while you were there. And if you feel like you can, maybe just share a couple moments from the actual ceremony that were very special to you, sacred to you. Obviously, anything that feels too sacred to share, you don't have to share it. Um, and then, yeah, maybe just your takeaway for somebody who's thinking of doing one. So, what? yeah, why don't you share with us what it was actually like, what you actually did to give some ideas. Okay, so we actually did start with food. Love it. <laughs> um, one thing to note about my birth circle is that I had sort of two different groups of friends there. We didn't know each other. And so I think it worked out really well that we started around the kitchen table sharing plates of food and that allowed everybody to ask questions of each other and get to know each other. And I think that was really important. So we started to kind of build this like feeling of safety and trust and people were interested in each other's businesses, each other's um, motherhood journeys and just getting to know each other. Um, And that was really great to kind of break the ice. And then when we were all done, we moved over into the living room and we sat on the comfy couches and the bean bags, and we went into the, the more ceremonial stuff. So, and I didn't know this, these next few things were a surprise for me. And it was so touching because I love poetry, I love beautiful words and song. And so, my, like I mentioned earlier, my friend had invited people to bring poems with them. And so some had written their own, which oh was just really touching. And Ooh. others had brought, you know, poetry books or things they loved from online. And they went around and shared their poems. And that was so special and meaningful to me. So I would say, like, if you're planning one for a friend... You know, think about what's something that they love, something that's really nourishing for them. Maybe, maybe they love gifts. Maybe they love creating things with their hands. You could sit and create flower crowns together or do some <gasps> yes. sort of craft. You know, make it make it personal for the mama. Yeah, we were go- going to do flower crowns at mine because flowers are just they have a special part in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, I that I want to second that. And then having rose petals, anything red, red is sort of representative of like that Mary Magdalene, like feminine energy. And so, yes. yeah. And so connected to birth, right? Yeah. Birth blood. I feel, yeah. I feel called to the color red right now for sure. Yeah. So after the poetry, we had some songs and this was so fun because I have another friend who attends a, like an every other week song circle with wow. women. Oh, with women? I, know. I love it. Yes, it's a women's song circle. So she brought with her um, four village prenatal songs and she passed out the lyrics to everybody and she taught us these songs. And they're just simple, rhythmic. Um, she told us, you know, you can you can drum on your legs. 
Um, they went and got some shakers of things from the kitchen <laughs> and we just made music together. And that was really cool too. You know, at first it's like, we don't know any of these songs, you know, we feel a little awkward, but you sing it once through, you listen to the leader and then you get more comfortable. Yeah. And I know there's some YouTube videos online. So, um, if yeah. you want singing and songs and you don't know somebody who knows the songs already, look them up on YouTube. So you I would search share. like prenatal village songs? Yeah, try it. And I can share with you, like, I've got my paper here that we used and one of these has, it says it has a YouTube video. So I can send you that. Okay. We'll put that link in the show notes too, friends. Yeah. Maybe it will lead you to others. And then I think... Next, we did the red thread ceremony that I told you about. So we wrapped it on to everybody. We cut them and we all tied them on our neighbors. Then I believe we did the blessing. So for the blessing, yeah, I wasn't sure exactly if everyone would be comfortable with the word blessing who was in attendance. So I just invited everyone. I sat on the floor. I invited everyone to circle around me. and to place a hand on my legs, my back, wherever, and to offer me their well wishes or any just words of encouragement, inspiration for my birth. And I had my friend start, who's already done something like this before. So I knew she was comfortable. And then we went around the circle so that the two ladies who I didn't know if they'd ever done anything like this were last. And so I could kind of get a feel for what what everyone else was going to do. I just loved, this feels like the culminating event yeah. for me of these birth circles is to kind of, to touch the mother. It's like an anchor point, right? Like anchoring in these words physically and just sharing heart to heart what your hopes are for this mother's birth and just infusing her with love and mm confidence and peace Mm -hmm. having your friends do that for you is truly transformative and it was so special because each of these friends who I had in attendance I have a different relationship with each of them and so it was really cool like after after my one friends I just had this urge to to hug her you know I just pulled her close and and leaned our heads together and just shared this moment and with another friend on the other side of the circle when it was her turn, I had the urge to open my eyes. I had had them closed for most of the listening to most of the other women, but I just opened my eyes and she was looking at me and I was looking at her and she's just sharing her thoughts and feelings soul to soul. And that felt right with her. And we just each had our own little moment of them sharing with me. Um, you know, some shared like words of wisdom or preparation for the birth. Others shared things that they admire about me, things, strengths that they see in me. And that was really um, just helpful to remember, like, yes, I am strong. Yes, I have done hard things before. Yes, I, I am supported. And so that was, that was such an amazing part of, the whole night and then after we did that um and some of them had got little gifts for me that were really 
personal and meaningful, um, a book, a necklace from Mexico, mm-hmm. um, a piece of art that is really beautiful and is like of stretch marks in motherhood. Mm, I love um, that. And look at, so I just want to point out that the focus is very much on mama and not, that doesn't mean we're not um, sending energetic blessings and attention to baby, um, but it's so much more spiritual and it's like the baby and the mama are kind of one. Can I want to, do you mind if I interject real quick and share a little bit here on, um, yeah, I was going to say when I was planning mine again, even though it didn't happen the way that I planned, um, one thing that I envisioned happening, and at one point I was going to actually hire, she's not technically a therapist. She was acting as my therapist at the time, but she calls herself a wise woman. She literally has long gray hair. <laughs> Laura Layla Centorino, that's her name. She's awesome. Shout out to Laura Layla. And um, she runs birth circles and bless, does blessing way ceremonies regularly. And um, she also wasn't able to come because of some circumstances happening for her. But what I had envisioned was um, having her share with my friends that were going to be there the work that I've done over this last year to mother myself and to detach fully and completely in a healthy way from my mother that gave me birth and to become the mother of me. And um, as I gave birth to my daughter, my fourth child, my second daughter, but specifically it being a daughter, it felt very pertinent and like important to recognize the ways that I had become a mother um, to myself and then also to all the parts of me. There's this painting um, that comes to mind. And I can't, I think it's Caitlin Connolly is the artist. I can put a link to it also. At first glance, it looks like, you know, God the mother and God the father together with all of their like spirit children. And um, there's just many, many, many little body, like beings dressed in white, like in the almost what looks like a big womb of the two of these creators. Um, but when I look at that photo, or not photo, sorry, painting. I think about me, the masculine and feminine parts of me. And I have all these inner children that all needed gathering and they all needed loving and they all needed to cry and to be sad about how they weren't given what they needed. And then to come together and be all parts of me. And so anyway, my my blessing way that I was planning just felt like a celebration, especially with my fourth baby, of all that I've become in the mother archetype. Anyway, I just wanted to share that as well. Um, And also I wanted to say that you can totally do this randomly after your baby has been born. It can be a year after your baby. There's no rules around this. And if you just feel like there's a ceremony that needs to happen for one part of you to be integrated or to be expressed or to be healed or to be loved on, there is no limit, friends. Like, Get creative and listen, listen to that internal guidance system. Um, The last thing I wanted to say here is that um, trust your intuition. Trust your intuition, just like Jess did. She's a beautiful example of this. But make it up as you go according to what your intuition dictates because the great mother is in all of us. Um, That feminine energy is in all of us, and it will inform you. 
So you don't you don't have to search too much outside of yourself. Yes, get some inspiration, get some ideas, but really listen to meditate on and journal on what you feel coming through for you. It can be very unique to you. That's all I wanted beautiful, to share. Beautiful thoughts. And I think too, um, there are so many other things that we can celebrate with these types of ceremonies, right? Celebrate being done having kids, celebrate any new chapter in your life or old chapter being done. It doesn't just have to revolve around babies and kids. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, what were your takeaways and how did this change you just to wrap up? Like, how do you feel like this has impacted you? You're going to be giving birth probably within two weeks, if not sooner. So how do you feel like this changed? I don't know the trajectory of your preparation for birth and your spiritual well-being and everything. It gave me greater confidence in my ability to birth and also greater trust that I can reach out when I need help, not only to the women who attended the birth circle, but it just helped me to realize people love people. People want to support and be there for each other. I can ask my husband when I need when I need help. I can ask my mom. I can, I can reach out to my friend down the street and say, hey, things are crazy right now. Come, come and help. And feel like that's something that I really needed um, because I don't know I don't know about you but <laughs> most of my life you know I'm just like I can do this I got this mm-hmm. I have so many things but like I'm just gonna bust it out and make it happen you know and to really slow down and look around at my support system and my community and to think about how I can be more helpful and how I can rely on them more yeah just helps me feel like i'm not doing this thing alone like yes i'm the one who's going to birth this baby that's very much on me but i am held and supported and i really feel that now having had like a a physical and spiritual night to kind of really show me that um and i've had words from the blessings come back to me already and strengthening me in times of doubt and anxiety and fear it's already lifted me up and helped me remember um just those those things that I needed to know Mm. and I'm sure that it will continue to bless me even even after I have the baby Mm -hmm. to just have those words come back and Mm -hmm. those feelings you know that yeah remembering what it was like to be held yes that Uh, that reminds me one of my big intentions as well for my blessing way was to be able to remember and see the faces of the women in my mind as I was in the middle of labor. I was going to be birthing at home. And then also we were going to make bracelets while we were chatting and each bead they were going to like, they were, oh, they were going to be each putting beads on a bracelet that they were making for me. Um, but then they would also wear the same, like they'd make themselves a bracelet too. So we'd be connected. I love the bracelet idea. Um, and each bead on the bracelet, they would each put it on. And while they were putting it on, they were going to share a, a well intention and and just something that they see in me that, you know, the strength that, that your people reflected back to you. Oh, it's so good. So, so powerful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing such a special, intimate personal experience with us. I hope everybody here feels inspired and a little bit braver to step into the feminine 
step into bringing back those ancient ways of really recognizing, I mean, birth is not a meta, it's not just like a, a medical thing. It is, this is so spiritual. It's so profound. I know women who had their first ever feminine awakening where they really felt mother God was during labor, like birth. And so I just, I don't know. And maybe that's weird for some of you guys. Maybe that's like, no, uncomfortable. Maybe you prefer um, the idea of like a saint or mother Mary. And so whatever, whatever works for you. Um, But regardless, there is for sure power in the feminine in you. And I think a blessing way or a birth circle is such a potent way to, to bring that out and see what it has to, to do to transform you before your birth or after. Can I share one more idea? Yes, yes. Mind? Um, one thing we did for my friend was we had a big candle for her. I had picked it out, especially for her, based on its scent. And it's like, I, I went to a kind of a witchy store. And mm, I love it. A metaphysical a store. store. <laughs> a metaphysical store. Thank you. <laughs> and it was like a protection candle. Mm, and we had her light her candle first at the beginning of the evening. And then you can have smaller candles for each of the attendees Mm -hmm. and each person lights their candle off of the big one and then just has them lit for the evening and then takes their candle home with them. And when the mama goes into labor, she can text everybody and say, I'm going into birth, light your candles and you can all light a candle for the mom while she's giving birth and be sending her good vibes and energy and, um, I love that idea too, because it's another way to stay connected mm-hmm. and continue to support. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that too. And candles are just such a beautiful mesmerizing presence, right? Just staring into the fire is like, I mean, I don't know, something else. Fire and humans go way back together. So <laughs> right? that's, that's like another really powerful. Feminine thing. It does. It's so awesome. So if anybody on this listening to this episode would love to come connect with you, remind them where you would love to meet them and have them. You guys definitely tell Jess, like, I listened to your episode on the Postpartum Coach Podcast. Please, like, guys, be at home. Make community here with me, with Jess. I'm on Instagram at Lizzie, L-I-Z-D-I-E dot Postpartum Coach. Jess is her dot scriptures. My podcast is In Her Image, and we talk about and celebrate the mother God through scripture scholars in everyday life. So if that's something that interests you, come on over and give us a listen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much for having me on Lizzie. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everyone for listening to Ren eat her bottle and burp. Cause she woke up halfway through this recording. <laughs> it was great. Cute she, little just, noises. she was like, I hear, I hear a women's circle. Can I come? hey Randy I love you it's so fun you're about to have yours and we're just four months after that whole experience and that's why I was tender today because it's just emotional to be like oh my gosh it is so sacred so special it's so much it's a heavy heavy I mean I don't mean heavy in like a downtrodden sad kind of a way it's just um it's a woman's you know, you, you, we get heavy with the life force of creation before we birth and um, we radiate it. And that's what I felt in you. And so thanks so much for sharing this very special week or so before your birth here on the podcast. All right, you guys check those, check those show notes, make sure you get the resources you need. And we'll see you right here again on the postpartum coach podcast next week.
Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save 